Have you ever seen a meme and wondered if it was true? Then maybe do a little research, you find out, yes, it is in fact true. I'd like to know more. And then one of your 40 other tabs pop up, you get distracted and you never check it out. Worry not. I looked into A&W's one third pound burger and that's what we're talking about on this episode of Fails and Fixins. That music can only mean one thing. It's that you're listening to Fails and Fixins coming to you from the Digital Buzz Studios. As always, I'm your host, Dave Plow. We are not in the meme business here at Digital Buzz or Fails and Fixins. However, one has caught my eye recently, as I'm sure it's caught many of your eyes. And I'm sure you've all seen this meme. It's the one where you see a hamburger and it says A&W's one third pound burger. And then it's got some other stuff under it. Today, we're going to take a look at what happened and what went wrong, because guess what? The meme's true. A&W did introduce a one-third pound burger that lost out to a quarter pounder. Kinda. Before we get into this, let's go back to the beginning, because A&W is the oldest fast food franchise in the world, because it was founded in 1919 by Roy W. Allen as a drink stand. By 1922, he partnered up with a guy named Frank Wright. Allen and Wright, A&W, founded their first restaurant in 1923, and around 1925-1926, they began franchising, making them one of the first, if not the first, franchisers. Everything with A&W gets a little bit weird somewhere around 1972, because in that year, the A&W franchises in America and Canada became completely different brands. So shared history, but different brands. This makes researching something like this a little bit more difficult than it probably should be. However, what we do know is that in 1974, A&W had more stores than McDonald's. Their peak, they had around 2,400 stores. A&W was beating McDonald's in how many corners they owned. They had the territories. Think of this like the wire. A&W is like Avon Barksdale, and McDonald's is Marlowe. They're the young whippersnappers creeping on the come up like bone thugs in harmony. I want to tell you a little side note here. A&W actually, because of Ronald McDonald in direct response to him in 1974, introduced their own mascot, Rudy the Root Bear. But that's going to be another story for another podcast because something happened in 1973, a year prior to A&W peaking at about 2,400 stores. 1973, McDonald's made a franchise-wide, worldwide really, rollout of their quarter pounder. This was something that they had tested in a few stores, their original store out in California, and a few other stores. But by 73, they realized this is a thing that needs to happen everywhere. So that happened in 73. A&W holds all the territories in 74, but by 1980, they'd begun sagging. Things were slipping off. McDonald's For those of you that were alive in the 80s, you know this. Those of you that weren't, you've probably figured this out. The 80s were McDonald's time to shine. They took over, expanded, and a big part of their success was, yeah, the Big Mac. Yeah, chicken nuggets. But a big part, like their big ad campaigns, everything people talked about was the quarter pounder. So if you're A&W, what do you say? You say, hey, we had all the turfs and we lost them. 
Why did we lose them? Well, they had this big old quarter pounder burger that people like. How do we beat them? We introduce our own burger. We make it bigger. We make it better. And we somehow keep the cost the same. Well, A&W figured that out. They went and they made themselves a one-third pound burger. For those of you that maybe aren't good in math, one-third means if you take a pound of beef and you cut it into three equal parts, that's a third. Whereas McDonald's quarter pounder is one pound of beef cut into four parts. Clearly, a third is bigger than a fourth. Something else. A&W's beef was made fresh. Most fast food restaurants at that time, and I think still to this day, their beef comes from hockey puck-like material. It's beef. It's just frozen and shipped like hockey pucks from place to place. It tends to cause the beef to lose its flavor. A&W, they're not about that life. They had fresh beef. So they've got fresh beef. They've got bigger burgers. and they kept them the same price, and in some cases, just a little bit lower than McDonald's quarter pounders. This sounds like a win, but as we've talked about in the past, you can't have a win like this without letting people know about it. So how'd they let people know about it? A&W came up with an idea. They would implement third is the word. That was their campaign. They had it in print. They had it on TV. They made radio spots about it. It was a big campaign. They mentioned everything that I've already mentioned, that their beef was fresh, that it was the same price as the quarter pounder, and that it was winning in taste tests. So what do you think is going to happen there? I would assume if I was A&W, if I'm doing all this where I'm saying, hey, we've got this third pound burger that's bigger than our competitor's fourth pound burger. We've got better tasting meat. Oh, by the way, it's the same price. I'm thinking that's a heck of a campaign. Those are facts that can roll out that's a good thing. But A&W's third pound burger, it didn't do so well. So A&W did what any good group would do. And they ordered test groups. They did follow-up testing. They wanted to find out what went wrong. The owner of A&W at that time, Alfred Tubman, wrote in his book, Threshold Resistance, about what happened. He said they did all the market research and testing needed, but the issues came down to price and a perceived sense of value. In his book, he's quoted, it turned out the customers preferred the taste of our fresh beef over traditional fast food hockey pucks. Hands down, we had the better product. But there was a serious problem. More than half of the participants in the Yanklovich focus groups questioned the price of our burger. Why, they asked, should we pay the same amount for a third of a pound of meat as we do for a quarter pound of meat at McDonald's? You're overcharging us. Honestly, people thought a third pound was less than a quarter of a pound. After all, three is less than four. That is what Tubman says in his book. Typically, I like to find things and back this up. However, the group that performed the study, Yankovich, Skelly, and White, is no longer around. They dissolved. People have died. Things have moved on. So I can't track their data. And most of what we're sharing comes from Tubman's book. So we kind of have to take his word for what happened. I don't like doing that, but I do have some anecdotal evidence to show that this might have been right. For instance, twice McDonald's has tried to release one-third pound burgers. In 2007, with the Angus third pounders, 
and again in 2015 with the sirloin one-third pounder. Neither of them lasted. The Angus burger has been pointed to as having been too expensive at the wrong time during a recession. Sirloin, it's less clear what went wrong there. However, the fact we have three different one-third pound burgers from two different companies, one hugely successful and one that's still kicking in the world's oldest, leads me to believe that the public just prefers the idea of a quarter pounder. So what do we want to do? How do we improve this campaign? Looking over what A&W did with their one-third pounder campaign, they made more mistakes than simply saying we have a one-third pound burger. They also did direct comparisons between the third pounder and the quarter pounder, which a lot of times are a good idea. However, when you have numbers and you have a public that you worry may not understand those numbers, you have to find other ways to do it. Had I been A&W, I probably would have done what Burger King recently tried to do. I wouldn't show my burger getting moldy, but I would have focused the campaign around the freshness of the burger. If I was going to compare, I wouldn't have compared in the radio or on print. I would have kept my comparisons between the one-third pound burger and the quarter pounder to television ads, where you could see them, where maybe you could do like Burger King did recently and hide that quarter pounder behind your one-third pounder. It's not a huge difference, but it's big enough it should have been able to dwarf it. What else would I do to improve? Well, I wouldn't have called it the one-third pounder. Thirds the word is kind of a neat turn of phrase, but I don't think it's going to drive your burger sales. It's definitely not attention grabbing. I don't get paid to come up with phrasing for this podcast, so I'm not going to come up with one right here. Super cop out. It's okay. I'm the boss. I can do that. But I would have definitely worked a little bit harder than gone with the first thing that popped in my head with thirds of the word. So different campaign slogan, change the rollout. Their rollout consisted, as I said, of direct comparisons saying our third pounder, their quarter pounder. I would have dropped all of that, especially from radio ads where you can't show the difference. That's how I would improve it. I want to know how you would improve it. What would you do? Email me, Dave at DigitalBuzzLLC.com. Leave a message on Anchor FM where we host this podcast or just leave a review. Say it in your review. What would you have done? How would you have improved this A&W campaign and had it so that their third pound burger wouldn't be relegated to meme history? That is it for me. I will see you next time when I come at you with another fail and another fix.